The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball NBA DFS Today podcast. Today is January 20th and I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. And I am very excited to be going over this 11-game main slate on Martin Luther King Day. Uh, It is a great day of basketball and we have some phenomenal matchups all day and evening, and uh, there are several slates on all of the uh, different sites that have midday, late day, after hours, you name it, there's slates all over the board. So I'm going to go over the 11-game card that makes up most of the main slates on the FanDuel's Draft Kings Fantasy Draft uh, in particular. So... um, you know, that, that is the main thing I want to touch on all of those. Uh, it is tough making uh, decisions on some of the rosters well before the game. So I waited until afternoon to get this uh, podcast together today because I want to give you the most up-to-date information. Uh, there's been scratches all the way up until about five minutes ago. So it's it's good. We'll, we'll have hopefully a really sound uh, main slate uh, put together for you. Um, let's see, one of the, even one of the games just got taken off the board. So hopefully that gets put back up, uh, as we're going here, that usually means somebody was ruled out. Um, and that has been the theme all day long. All right. Uh, I want to start off by thanking our presenting sponsor. That is my bookie. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up with the promo code DFS today and they will match up to one half of your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. So uh, $2,000 goes in, $1,000 free money from my bookie. They are fantastic, great customer service, great payouts. Strongly recommend you get on there and check them out, especially with the Super Bowl and all the fun stuff that will be coming up. Also, our founding sponsor, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company, uh, we uh, highly recommend you look them up online. You can order through that uh, very easily. Uh, or you can just get on Amazon, Hawaiian Isles, Kona Coffee, and a couple of clicks, you'll have it at your doorstep the next morning. So great stuff. All right, let's jump into this slate. I'm going to try to make it as concise and uh, quick as possible since we have early slates starting um, uh, at five and then at six, all, you know, some different times of games being that it's uh, the Martin Luther King holiday. So, all right, first game, Sacramento Kings at Miami Heat. Uh, That was the first game I had mentioned that we just got news. Jimmy Butler just got scratched a few minutes ago. So, um, very excited about... uh, really looking at this now with that change because it does change things. Uh, Miami is a a three-and-a-half-point favorite still, uh, and the total is 219. Uh, So both of those have come down with a Butler scratch. There are no implied totals posted just yet, uh, but uh, I'm sure that 
will change uh, maybe by the, the time we're done with this pot. Um, from this game, I, I think Marvin Bagley still a fantastic price point, uh, and he's playing great ball. I think he's a, a definitely a guy you want to dial up. Uh, Marvin Bagley and De'Aaron De Fox are the two keys for me from Sacramento. I think both of those guys are going to do well. Um, I think that uh, Bagley's price is, is really, really good. So uh, those are two guys I'm interested in right off the bat. And then with uh, Bam out, uh, the, the uh, usage gets spread around a little bit. Uh, I think Bam is a good play for sure against Sacramento. Um, you know, they're definitely going to look to get him the ball uh, more without question. Uh, some of the guards become more in play. I think Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson are both cheap prices. Goran Dragic is a huge play as well. So I would favor Dragic and uh Bam, and then uh, a little interest as well in Nunn and Robinson, but uh, certainly uh, interested in some guys in Miami. When Butler's out, a lot of that uh, usage really gets spread around. Okay, second game. Uh, the first game, by the way, was a five uh, five o'clock uh, game. The second one is also a five o'clock game, and it is probably. Uh, one of the, the least interesting games for me because I think it is the only game on the entire 11-game main slate that has the best potential to blow out. It is a 15-point um, 15 spread as of right now. So that is uh, pretty darn big uh, considering the uh, all the rest of them are low, you know, six, seven, five, a lot of almost close to pick them games. So got to fear a little bit of a blowout here. It's also 225 and a half total. You've got Milwaukee with a 120 and a half implied total, which is the second highest on the board and the Bulls at 105 and a half. Um, you know, Giannis will be extremely popular because we know he can smash in even 20, 25 minutes of play. Um, I'm not going to go there, though. Just too many games, 22 team, uh, teams on this uh, uh, main slate, and I just don't think there's a need to spend up to that level when there's a possibility of a blowout here and reduce minutes. So uh, I'm really not going to play this game uh, whatsoever because – my concern is, uh, you know, minutes are dis dispersed among several guys on Milwaukee uh, with all their guys playing. And the Bulls have played better defense anyway on their side uh, and have also uh, shared the ball somewhat. So not a game that I'm going to focus on. It's going to be a fade game, and I think it will get a decent amount of attention. So it, it makes for a little bit of a contrarian play, uh, if you will. So... Um, that makes that game pretty simple. Uh, the implied totals did just come out for Sacramento, Miami. Uh, Miami's now a four point favorite and, uh, 111 and a half, uh, over under for the heat and 108 for the Kings. Uh, all right, let's move on to the third five o'clock game. And it is the New York Knicks at the Cleveland Cavaliers actually have some interest in this game. Uh, I know it's probably not going to be as popular as some, but 
Uh, it is going to be closely contested. The Knicks are actually a one and a half point road favorite. How the heck do you figure that? Um, the uh, total is 222, which is reasonable. And you have the Knicks, 111 and a half, Cavs, 110 and a half. So uh, I think it'll stay close. I, I think Kevin Love's in play. He's certainly being featured a lot. Uh, he's playing a lot of minutes and playing very well. The Knicks are not a strong defensive unit by any stretch. So I think he immediately uh, is is one of the strong plays on the slate. His price is a little high. Some of the sites, it's a, it's a little more reasonable. Uh, but I think that he's got a good floor and a high ceiling. On the Knicks side, I love the guards. I always love guards against Cleveland, the Cleveland backcourt. Uh, the, the rotation they have of the four guys that are playing uh, the one and two spots for Cleveland are just uh, atrocious defensively. And it just never, you know, every slate, it seems to happen. Saturday was the last time they played. Top scorer on the slate was Levine from the Bulls. It was 77 fantasy points on the board against the Cavs. So for me, it puts it puts two really reasonably priced guys uh, in play. Uh, Alfred Payton, I think, is a terrific play. And I think Reggie Bullock is one of the two best uh, value plays on the slate. He's going to get good minutes with R.J. Barrett out. And I think both of those guys uh, could have a good game and really help uh, bring your salary restrictions down a little bit with them being uh, cheaper. I also like Julius Randle. I think he's been playing super hard. And I think if he's going to be guarded by love, uh, he could tear it up. And I wouldn't blame anybody for dialing up a little Marcus Morris. He's been very solid consistently for the Knicks. So, you know, this could be a four four person game for me, uh, more than likely three, uh, probably uh, leaning towards uh, Peyton, uh, Bullock, and uh, Love. But like I say, Randall and Morris also on the radar. All right, game four, Orlando at Charlotte. Orlando is a four-point favorite. The total, 206.5. That is the bottom of the barrel. So not a game really worth talking much about. Uh, One player on each side, I think, is still playable. Uh, Vukovic uh, for Orlando, he is expensive. But Charlotte does not defend centers well whatsoever. So I I have no problem if you uh, roster a fairly low-owned Nikola Vukovic. Uh, And then on Charlotte's side, the only guy to me that's almost ever worth rostering is Devontae Graham. I mean, he's he's tough, especially in home games. Again, this pace isn't the best in the world, and Orlando is a good defensive team. So I'm probably not going to go there. He's probably going to just dismiss my builds but I will have them in a GPP uh, somewhere uh, along the line. So, um, you know, the implied total for Orlando is 105, Charlotte 101. So we're dealing with some low numbers, not a game you want to focus on, but those are the two guys I think are really the only two worth mentioning. Um, All right, go on to the next 505 game, New Orleans Pelicans, Memphis Grizzlies. Another hotly contested game, Grizz favored at home by three. A big fat two four zero, which is the highest 
uh, total on the board, 240. So they're expecting 34 more points in that game than the Orlando-Charlotte game. Pretty amazing. You've got 121.5 for the Grizz, implied total, number one on the board. 118.5 for the Pelicans, uh, which is third on the board. So you got two high-powered speed teams that don't defend well. Uh, guys in and out of these lineups all over the place. Uh, right before lock, we did get confirmation that both Favors and Okafor are out. That puts Joe Val as one of my top center plays, one of my pillar plays. He'll have to be guarded by probably a combination of Jackson Hayes, who he should be able to bully uh, pretty tough, and then Nicole Melly, uh, who is not a good defender either. So I think Joe Val can pretty much do whatever he wants in this game and just crush it. Uh, John Morant, certainly highly in play. Uh, his play the last couple of weeks has been amazing. He has really ratcheted it up. And this high type of pace game uh, is just a perfect, perfect spot for him. So I'm very high on him as well. Um, those two guys I think you got to seriously look at. I'm doing a double check real quick because Drew Holiday, I think, was upgraded to probable, which... Uh, Def, uh, no, he's confirmed. So Drew Holiday is playing. So, you know, I was going to go the uh, Brandon Ingram direction, and I think I still will. Um, uh, I still will go Brandon Ingram, but I won't follow up with a secondary Pelican. Uh, I was going to look at Lonzo Ball, number one, and then possibly uh, Josh Hart, but with Holiday back, uh, I think that the play here still is Ingram with the up and down uh, pace. Uh, you know, I just think he'll he'll tear it up. And, you know, I think you need like three guys from this game. I really do uh, in, in your cash builds just because of the massive DFS points. Uh, you could make a case for a lot of other guys uh, in this game. Uh, Drew being one of them. Jackson Hayes obviously is going to get a lot of center minutes. On the Grizz, Grizz side, um, you know, their, their guys uh, have been playing uh, really tough. Uh, they've, they've started winning a few games. Triple J uh, is a good play. There's nothing wrong with uh, dialing him up uh, as well. Um, but I think really my focus is going to be uh, Jaw and Joe Val. All right, we go on to the last 5 o'clock game. That is Oklahoma City Thunder at the Houston Rockets. Uh, they played here about a week or so ago uh, where it was the big Westbrook back in Oklahoma City game. Uh, now they're in Houston, uh, 230 and a half over under, 119 and a half implied for Houston, 111 and a half for, the, for Oklahoma. Uh, even though Oklahoma crushed them uh, last time out, uh, Houston is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, which is very interesting. Um, another good game to target. I mean, certainly Harden and Westbrook are both in play. Harden had a very bad game when they played in Oklahoma. Uh, they defended him very well. So I'm not going to go there with his inflated salary. Salary. Uh, salary, I'm trying to say. Um and then, you know, uh, Westbrook, again, uh, 
maybe not the best spot, but it is against his old Thunder guys. And if they do key on Harden, it does open up the game for him quite a bit. Uh, and Capella deserves a mention. You know, I think uh, usually the Thunder stays, you know, with a big man in there. So I don't think they'll play Capella off the floor. Uh, on the Thunder side, for me, it really just comes down to two guys, uh, both Paul and, and, and Shea in the backcourt. Uh, they've both been terrific. Uh, they've been part of uh, an Oklahoma City run. Uh, and Gallo's been fantastic, and he crushed the Rockets last time they got together. He did miss a game, though, and uh, is back here, so I'm not sure uh, if he's at 100%. I have not seen any limits restrictions, but uh, I think all three of those Thunder guys uh, definitely uh, are worth mentioning and can be rostered. Okay, we go into the, the uh, nights, later night slate, one of the other slates that are out there. And it's a 7.30 game of the Lakers and Celtics. Got to love that. Lakers are two-and-a-half-point road favorite. Uh, Anthony Davis is ruled back in. So we've got most of the main players in this game from both sides. Uh, it's a nice 226 total. 114 and a half Lakers, 111 and a half Celtics. And you got to have interest here, I think, in uh, Anthony Davis. I mean, I haven't read anywhere that he has any restrictions. He sat out a couple extra games more than I think he probably had to, uh, basically with a sore butt. And, uh, you know, so I don't think he'll, he'll be on a uh, restriction that I have seen and uh, should be a really tough matchup for the Celtics, who, who have had uh, enormous trouble guarding the bigs inside. Uh, so Anthony Davis is going to be my pay-up pillar for the day, and I think he'll still go a little unowned because I think people are uh, not unowned. I should say less owned than he normally would be. He's always very popular, but the fact that he's missed games and – People may be afraid he's on some kind of limits restriction or something of that nature uh, could cause an issue uh, for, for some people dialing him up at that price. Certainly LeBron also in play. He's had a uh, career against Boston over the years. He loves playing the Celtics and in Boston, he always crushes it there. You know, so those two guys are wildly in play. I wish I could roster both. Um, and I may find a way with a bunch of value in a GPP, but probably just going to dial up Davis in my cash game. And on the Boston side, it becomes very difficult with their guys back. There's a lot of uh, sharing of the ball. I mean, Kemba, uh, you know, Marcus Smart just coming off that 12-12-3 game on Saturday where we had him rostered. That was pretty awesome. Um you know, Jalen Brown's back. You got Tatum, Hayward. They're all going to share the ball, uh, which shares usage. And uh, the Lakers have some great perimeter defenders uh, and also some great in interior defenders. So uh, I'm not going to go the Celtics direction because I'm not sure what uh, the best play would be. It may be Gordon Hayward. Uh, but people are going to be chasing the last game by Smart and Hayward because they both had great games. Um, 
So it's you know it's probably best for uh, to pass in my opinion on Boston, but but Gordon Hayward would be the guy if I had to go a direction there. And I really don't like any of the other ancillary guys for the Lakers. Just all about LeBron and Davis. I think Kuzma's now out of play, uh, and uh, you know the Bradleys and Greens and stuff just are very wildly uh, inconsistent. So don't recommend going there. All right, 8 o'clock game, Denver Nuggets, Minnesota Timberwolves. Timberwolves, three-point favorite. 221 is the total, 112 implied Minnesota, 109 Denver. And this game is interesting. You've got uh, Cat and uh, Jokic going against each other. And, you know, the with Cat just being back for a short period of time, I'm not sure if he's 100%. I'm not sure if he's going to have any more limits restrictions of any kind. But I can't tell you that historically uh, Kat's done great uh, against uh, shutting down Jokic. So I am not playing the Joker. Uh, and I'm not going to go with Cat either just because of his cost and not knowing if he's at full uh, capacity. But I do love some nuggets. They're still missing Murray and Millsap. And I think that makes... Uh, Will Barton, one of my favorite plays. I love Will Barton. He's, he's a little pricier, but he's worth it. Um, also, for the the, the cheap-priced guys, or at least mid-priced, Jeremy Grant and Michael Porter Jr. have both stepped up. And Malik Beasley, I think, is in play. So, you know, I, I'm high, high on the Nuggets, uh, even though they only have a 109 implied total. I like their spot here, and I, I think uh, – you'll see the usage go way up with the four guys that I mentioned. Uh, on the T-Wolf side, you know, I, I get it if you want to play Cat because he's done well against Denver. I'm not going to go there. Uh, I don't trust, uh, you know, some of the, the uh, playing time with some of the folks. Uh, I don't think uh, Covington is appealing uh, or Wiggins uh, with Cat being back. So with Denver's slower pace and good defense, uh, Minnesota's a pretty easy pass for me uh, today. All right, just wanted to mention a couple things real quickly. I want to thank my bookie. MyBookie.ag is our main presenting sponsor for DFS today. Uh, please look them up at MyBookie.ag. Put in the promo code DFS today, and you will receive up to one half of your first deposit, not up to, you will get one half of your first deposit free money from my bookie all the way up to a thousand bucks. So you want to definitely dial them up. Uh, listen, you can listen to us every day, seven days a week. We're covering it all. Everything from Olympics to the bit of preseason, a postseason, you name it. We are covering it with the NBA. So look us up, DFS Today or NBA DFS Today, wherever po <clears throat> podcasts are found. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, Spotify, YouTube. You name it, we are there. What we do ask is you take 30 seconds and you rate, review, subscribe. Click the five stars, the likes positive reviews all of that is very very much appreciated and uh, uh, really uh, in, 
really hope you'll take the time to do that as we look to continue to grow the show and uh, you know attract sponsors and keep our hoop dash ball dot com folks happy. Uh, we want to continue to grow and keep this in front of the paywall and give you seven day free week seven day a week free content that to me is like no other NBA DFS coverage out there. Um, you can also look us up at hoop-ball.com, click on um, forums, and then the DFS thread. Uh, our man uh, Andy is always updating that constantly, as well as the four pros. We'll be posting things there, and we're also always on, on Twitter. I'm at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Mike Apatry is at M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. Andrew Hansen is at Language Olympic, and Miles is at Miles, M-Y-L-E-S, 6565. And if you just want to uh, take a look at all of that stuff, too, you can just go to at Hoopball Fantasy, uh, and everything's feeding into that uh, to give information out there. So we appreciate it. All right, let's get to the final three games Indiana Pacers at the Utah Jazz. The Jazz are minus seven. It's a 215 total. Uh, 111.5 implied for Utah, 104 for the Pacers. A couple of guys I like in this game. I don't think it's going to be a a highly played game at all. It's the second lowest total, but I just think it's a good fit for a few people here. I think uh, Malcolm Brogdon and uh, Demonis Sabonis are both strong plays for the Pacers. I like the spot. I think they'll both uh, have a good uh, chance to crush value. And uh, I think I have no problem dialing either one of them up. On the Utah side, it's a little different. I think there's a, a, a split of usage uh, with uh, Mitchell and um, Bogdanovich and Gobert. Conley is back. Um, as well. So I'm not going to jump on the Utah side, but I think, uh, you know, I can see a Gobert play. He's been just fantastic of late uh, in the game, in his games played. So uh, not a bad game, even though it, it may go overlooked. Okay. Deep breath, last two games, and they're both stackable and they're both really, really good games to play. Uh, 9 o'clock, Spurs at Suns, big fat 229.5 total. Uh, the Suns are in 4.5 point favorite and 117.5 total for Phoenix. Implied total for the Spurs, 112.5. Definitely love some guys here. Uh, we have a returning Ubre Jr., who's come back, is coming back from concussion protocol with no restrictions. I am going to put Ubre in my lineup. I think he'll go under-owned based on the fact that he has been out, but I know he's been fully cleared, so I'm very excited to play him. Um, I also love the big fella. Uh, DeAndre Ayton is really starting to shine, starting to feel comfortable. Uh, Remember, he missed because of the uh, 25-game suspension uh, early on. So he's just really getting into into form and he's fresher than everybody else. 
and I think he's just a fantastic play in this game. I have a third guy that is going to make uh, pretty much all my rosters as well, and it's a it's DeMar DeRozan. I mean, you just can't deny the guy is playing absolutely out of his mind the last month, really. Uh, he's just tearing it up. I don't think the Suns will have an answer for him, and he just becomes a plug-and-play for me uh, with the Spurs. I love him. I think he's uh, one of the better plays on the slate. Um, and on the Phoenix side, other than Ubre and Aiton, certainly have no problems if you want to uh, spend up a little for Booker. He's been terrific. Um, Rubio's coming off a big game, and I think Detroit, uh, San Antonio with Murray defends the point uh, decently. So I'm not on the Rubio bandwagon today, and I think he will grab some ownership based on his big game the last time out. So my focus is on Ubre, Ayton, possibility of Booker, and definitely some DeRozan. So a stackable game, uh, and I think a key game uh, on the slate. All right, that brings us to the 11th and final game, and we are rocking and rolling at a fast pace. Uh, and we want to get this out so we, we get everybody to get their contests in for this evening. Uh, Golden State Warriors at Portland Trailblazers, 10 o'clock, late night sweat, hammer game. It's an hour later start than the other game on the slate. Blazers minus 6, 221 total. Implied 113.5 for Portland, 107.5 for Golden State. And another very, very interesting game, I think, with CJ out. I think there's no way you cannot consider Dame Lillard. Fantastic play tonight. Uh, definitely high on my list. Uh, I think Carmelo is certainly in play. Uh, you know, I love I love his potential on this slate. Uh, those are the two guys I think I'm going to go to. Certainly, Whiteside is also playable. He's expensive, uh, but he has been crushing it. And uh, Golden State does not defend well at all, uh, especially on the interior. So all playable, uh, those three guys, big time for Portland. Uh, Golden State, I have one of my pillar plays, D'Angelo Russell. I think he goes against Portland, just opens it up. I can see him having a monster game here. Dame does not defend well. Um, and, you know, with CJ out of there too, I think it just opens it up for D'Angelo to have just a monster game. Um, certainly some secondary guys from Golden State are very playable. If you want to go with Pascal or Spellman, uh, even Draymond, uh, those guys are all in play, or Alec Burks. Uh, uh, definitely guys that have been getting some good fantasy numbers. But for me, uh, I'm all about uh, D'Angelo in this game. And then uh, looking at the Portland side, with uh, Dame and, and uh, either Carmelo or Whiteside, depending on my build and what I can fit. So that is it. Smoke and fire coming out of my mouth here, talking this fast, going through this many games this quickly. But I want to give a good, strong look at this main slate because uh, there's some great uh, contests in the industry tonight. There's some free entry stuff. I know there's one on FanDuel for the main slate uh, you know, so there's a lot of stuff for people to get involved with. So uh, I won't take any additional time here because we want to get this out so people can listen to it and, uh, you know, make their lineups. And again, we just uh, 
We wish you the best. Hopefully this helps you build a nice shell to start. Uh, keep an eye on that news. The news is constantly uh, coming out with more and more information as who's in, who's out. Um, Al Horford's just been ruled in. Uh, that was an earlier one. I So uh, let's see. Glenn Robinson is questionable. Uh, Bialica is in. J.J. Redick is in. So we do have some news breaking. Want to keep an eye on that all the way to lock, uh, which isn't going to be that far away once you listen to this and get yourself situated with uh, your lineup. So, all right, fantastic. I want to thank you for joining me for another episode of Hoopball NBA DFS today. For my other three pros, Miles, Mike, and Andrew, I am Coach. We'll look to catch you again tomorrow when we crush it in NBA DFS. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.